Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast. It's our great pleasure today to have with us Sharon Donovich. Sharon Donovich is the Marketing Director for Global Events and Retention Marketing over at Cornic Digital and is based at HQ in Israel. Sharon, welcome and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. We have bumped into each other on a few continents in the last few months, which is which has been nice. Absolutely. Yeah. And it has been a big year for Cornet Digital in the fashion industry. Can you tell us all about Cornet Fashion Week and a little summary of the year so far? Absolutely. Uh, so uh, it, it, it definitely was a big year. Um, so many events, uh, especially with the fashion industry, but not only. Uh, so all together, I feel like it was not uh, only half a year that passed, but uh, much more than that. Uh, usually we say that in Cornet we, we, we count years like dogs, okay? So one year is uh, seven, seven years. Uh, so in the beginning of the year, we actually started with uh, the uh, Tel Aviv, the Cornet uh, Fashion Week in Tel Aviv. Uh, where we represented uh, in few of the fashion events. In parallel to this event, we had actually a very big VIP event to our customers where, where we shared with them uh, the technology, the stuff that is coming to come, uh, the trends, and uh, really gave them some um, you know, front seat um, to the uh, f- uh, future and the innovation that is about to come to inspire them. And of course, uh, we've been all over in the, in the fashion uh, week itself with uh, really amazing collections uh, that uh, inspired everybody. Then right after that, uh, with uh, almost a month in between, uh, maybe a month and a half, uh, we came to London with the Cornet Fashion Week in London. So, so it started. It started with the location. So first of all, London, which is like one of my favorite cities in the world, and I've been to few. Um, and the location we took was such an inspiration because it was in the Freemason uh, Hall in Covent Garden, which is like a, like an old building, uh, but very, you know, very class and and is amazing. And the the I think the combination between the place itself, the fashion, and the future that we showed because we came uh, with uh, uh, like a message of the, um, uh, you know, the future, the, um, the metaverse, the, the fact that, you know, it, the fashion is not only what we wear and see, but it's also uh, digital and uh, not only physical. So this combination in this very unique location, for me, it was, uh, it, it was so exciting. It was moving. So number one was the, the selection of this location. Second, the, um, the shows were so diverse, were so, uh, each one has a, a unique combination of the, of the uh, fashion designers and collections that were all like, I think I can say 99% all with Cornet technology, whether it's the Presto Max and the All to All, uh, Direct to Fabric, and the uh, DTG as well, the Direct to uh, a Garment, uh, special effects like the XDI that gives you extra dimensions, 
uh, all over the place, not only uh, fashion per se, dresses uh, and so on, but also home decor fashion mm -hmm. uh, with the print collection. So all in all, it was well, so unique and uh, uh, really uh, inspired um, not only customers or potential customers, but also brands, influencers. We had an amazing reaction from the press. Uh, so I think it was very well uh, perceived. And also in parallel, we took uh, um, the guests to uh, our facility, our innovation center at Fashion Enter to see the behind the scenes, the equipment, how things are actually uh, being uh, is, is done. And we actually printed most of it over, over there. So also uh, very inspiring to those that are interested on how a collection can be done in really uh, less than a month, which is amazing. It was, it, it was, it really was a fantastic demonstration. And I think, you know, the way in which you portrayed it too, because you went from design all the way through to production and into the metaverse. I mean, that was quite unique. If I think I might have got this wrong, but I think it was the opening collection was also in the metaverse. I mean, literally before you walked into the catwalk, you donned AR glasses and you were in the metaverse having a totally virtual experience before you actually went into the catwalk. You really had, you know, looked to the you know to the, the the past the present and the future everybody was in the room Sharon it was fabulous I, I agree the 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 fact that we collaborate also with uh, Manish that did, did this design uh, with uh, Oculus and you can actually uh, I think it was almost uh, like I say divine uh, when you saw the collection in the Oculus yep. um, in the uh, VR uh, uh, Google and uh, floating in the, uh, like really in the space. Uh, and then you see it actually live and kicking on the, on the runway itself. Mm -hmm. It was ve a very unique experience. But you know, at the end of the day, I think that uh, this is where, uh, and I believe we will touch that, that uh, later on, yeah, this will. is where the, the world will go uh, to. So, uh, this combination between the, the digital and the physical is becoming um, less and less uh, visible. Also, uh, I don't know if you managed to see that, but in the reception we had these uh, um, uh, magic mirrors where you can actually wear yourself most of the pieces of the of the collections in the in the uh, fashion week. So this was another very a unique experience that you can actually uh, place yourself in front of a mirror uh, and wear and select what you're wearing and then like you know next step is that you're actually on this touch screen you can actually order that uh, piece and it will be manufactured and sent to your home without you actually being in the store physically wearing the the, the piece and trying it on only uh, virtually. So this is another very unique experience that we brought into this uh, fashion week. It was, it was great. You had all of the disruptive technologies there amongst your own, didn't you? Really signposting the future, most definitely. And I think um, I think the, the glasses, the AR glasses were, well, everything was a highlight actually. I think that was definitely a highlight for me. Um, I think just seeing that whole metaverse experience and then literally walking into the catwalk physically and seeing all of the products that have been produced using your technology. And they were 
so beautifully enhanced. I mean, you were talking real high seamstress production here. They were absolutely stunning. They really were fantastic. And as you say, that virtual fit out, it's all part of the future, all part of the future. And you, they also the, um, there was one piece that was just stunning where there was um, a, 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 a dancer who was choreographed with the metaverse behind him. So there was a, phys- a physical dancer and a virtual dancer on the screen behind. And that was just the absolute nod to the digital twin. It was just wonderful. It really, really was. Which were your favorite bits? What would you say were your highlights? Uh, so I, I really loved the last uh, show by Julia Clancy. Uh-huh. Um, I felt, I don't know if you had a chance to, no. if you were there, uh, but this was like, on one hand, it was uh, she she brought a, a, a choir of, of singers, and it was like a, a festive like collection. Yeah. Uh, but on the on the like with dancers and uh, so like very happy, and also the the fact that it was in this like large hall, it was majestic, the yeah. hall itself, and um, and it was uh, at the end of the day, it was also stuff that was day to day. Like you can imagine yourself wearing it. It was, it is very colorful, but it was also a bit pragmatic. Okay, so yeah. you can imagine that on top of someone in the street. Uh, so for me, it was. Uh, I really loved this uh, this um, uh, closing show. It was real. Yeah. Yeah. Easy to connect with. That's great, isn't it? Gosh, we've got so many questions for you here. I think we've got another four or five. It's a lot to get through in 30 minutes. So can you tell us, and this is equally exciting, um, can you tell us all about the Innovation Centre at Fashion Enter in London? Absolutely. So it was open. You were actually there in the opening. Uh-huh. Uh, we opened that in beginning of March. And uh, it's a collaboration between us and Jenny Holway, the, the manager there, um, the CEO of Fashion Enter. Um, and there they have this amazing uh, manufacturing facility. Okay. And in the past, what they will do is when they uh, were like working with brands or offering brands, uh, they, when it comes to print something, they were always have to send it out. Okay, so they do all the seamstressing and sewing and cutting and everything with their facility. Also for like um, uh, like bespoke or n- not one-offs, but uh, but smaller collections and high-end collections. Um, but um, the ability to have the presto over there and to offer their customers with uh, 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 printing uh, on demand on site uh, gave them uh, functionality that they did not have and uh, uh, offering that they uh, didn't have before. For Cornet, it is an opportunity to bring in customer brands, uh, designers, uh, press, influencers, everybody to see the entire supply chain from you know the the demand with Cornet X that we have there uh, to the actual product and uh, um, so uh, we are happy to uh, bring uh, customers over there uh, do demos etc so it's really uh, a unique location by the fact that it incorporates everything all together in one location and I think that when it comes to bringing back 
production to the UK or to reshoring uh, as a concept, it just makes so much sense. It does. It, and it and it's such a fantastic visual experience too, because Jenny's factory is very digital um, right from the, from the very beginning. You know, yes, they have their blocks and they have some paper markers, but a lot of those are now being digitized and they're running them through, I can't remember which software they have. I think they have Optitext, don't they? But they're actually doing um, digital, yeah, digital pattern marking and grading and nesting. And then they're running that through the Presto. And then at the other side of the Presto, you also had laser cutting, I believe, as well. Yeah. It's, a, it's a zoom cutter. So you have the entire eco factory situated in one location, which is amazing. In the center of London, pretty much. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is fantastic. And also perfect timing because... The, as Jenny has said, you know, the reshoring of and nearshoring of production demands ultimate flexibility. And she's built her business on that, I believe. So, you know, it, it really is fantastic. So you do lots of tours there um, and also use it as an education centre then for your clients yes. too. Yes. That's great. Well done. No, she's actually, we're using it to demo the systems and to uh, education wise. We're usually, if you know, if somebody's uh, buying a system, we take them back to our uh, facility at Düsseldorf because this is where we have the head office. But but, uh, for Jenny, for example, there is a really education center that where she's uh, teaching students to trim and sew and all the profession that's right i mean and over there as well they have they're working with huge brands like asos i mean i've seen quite a few of the the collections that have been manufactured on the on the presto actually then sample printed and sold online on in asos's main main portal and then you know orders then replicated as and when needed really so you know this it really is you know live and yeah, it's real. Reshoring is most definitely real coming out of London using your tech, which is fantastic. It really is. Yes. Yeah, it's great. But equally, you know, they also empower independent designers too as well, don't they? Because Jenny's very, very conscious of that and champions lots of young brands. So she'll teach people, to, she'll teach fashion designers who can draw great great patterns, great this, that and the other, or they might be a textile designer, but they can't actually do the other bit where they understand a garment and the flow and the drape and the cut. So she'll actually teach them to do the whole thing so they can become completely independent designers. Correct. And we saw already smaller uh, uh, brands Mm -hmm. uh, that are actually using our technology with uh, her facility. So it's uh, it's it's reality. It's not just you know. It's not just something that you know talking about. It's it's really reality. No, you're right. I mean, we all started talking, didn't we, about smart factories? I don't know, eight, nine, ten years ago, and this is real. It's actually happening. It's functioning and it's making profit. It's, uh, it's absolutely great yes. location. Congratulations. That kind of leads us nicely onto the next question, Sharon. Why does um, Cornic Digital Technology have the power to disrupt fashion production? And where do you think it is going to be most disruptive? So, um, so I think that uh, um, the, the fact that, uh, first of all, in terms of the design themselves, okay, mm-hmm. the fact that you do not need to rely on um, either uh, off the shelf, okay, designs, 
or um, look for somebody that uh, um, will require a minimum order quantities, etc. For a designer, it's a huge advantage. They can just imagine whatever they want, do whatever they want, and really, uh, first of all, sample it, okay, and not in bigger and large scales. See if it fits them, and then you know produce the right amount. And if they are small brands, it's really opening. Um, mar a market for n not necessarily the large, you know, fashion brands, but to smaller, more boutique style that can now uh, do something that is on demand, really not having it, uh, not produced to the inventory, but produce on demand, per demand, uh, whenever somebody, today with the technology, you know, you can open your own store online and only when somebody is actually buying it, you uh, produce. So this is something that uh, was not available for uh, for uh, smaller brands or small, like, uh, like independent designers. I think also with what we see with the progress of digital and metaverse, we see more the rise of what we call the rise of the creators, okay? So not necessarily the typical designer that finished the fashion school, but also uh, people that are just uh, very uh, talented and want to create their own fashion. So this is the ability to print on smaller scale, on uh, smaller amounts, whatever you wish, have it ready in no time, wherever you want, okay? Really something that is bespoke and uh, this is the, the real disruption. Um, and the ability to do it uh, in a sustainable way is also something that matters today. You can see that many governments um, whenever like a fulfiller or somebody that wants to have uh, to do with uh, manufacturing uh, wants to uh, looking for technology today to get a loan or you know funding you have to prove that it's sustainable okay mm -hmm. it becomes maybe for some people it's just you know just talks but it's in reality it becomes a must uh, even in in, the, in, in uh, places like China and other locations. So uh, sustainability matters. And I think also with the new generations, they care. So for them, sometimes they do want to know that it was prepared in a sustainable way, that it is uh, something that they their conscience is clear, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I want to give you just an example. My my sister, she uh, has a friend. They have a small, um, small. Um, uh, she, she, they are designers. They have a small brand, but um, uh, like they do art, not uh, not fashion or something. And uh, I saw that she just published yesterday that they created these uh, sort of uh, covers for. It's not bread. It's challah. It's like the the Saturday 
uh, the Sabbath uh, bread for mm-hmm. Jewish, and it was printed with uh, our technology. Okay, and she could do that. It was looked very beautiful and unique. She could do that because she do very unique, st- unique stuff in very small quantities, very creative. Her own design. If it was not with this type of technology, she couldn't do that. So it allows uh, uh, fashion in many ways. Uh, I call it fashion as well. Okay, it's art, but it's fashion. So it really, uh, I think. Uh, this is the way that it's stuff that you wouldn't be able to do in the past. Definitely, definitely. I mean, one of your customers, Printful, have, I mean, wow, they've gone from success to success, haven't they, using Cornique technology, literally from the kitchen table to becoming a, a unicorn now uh, with, I think, a turnover in seven years of $269 million incredible incredible growth and and I, I read recently as well that they they themselves have made two or three millionaires over in america on D, using d2d technologies so they've empowered the creative printful wow printful is amazing uh, yeah an, that's amazing an amazing story yeah, and they, they started as a, as a software company right so that's it's right, like yeah. you know yeah. they, they didn't even come from printing or or from textile so it's it's really amazing that's, and it is, isn't it? And that's so often the case where you have somebody who doesn't necessarily have a textile legacy, but they see the, the potential of the business model and they make it work and they are built, their model is built for scale. I mean, that's such an incredible success story. I mean, they were recently forecast as a unicorn to be worth a billion dollars um, in seven years, which is astounding. Yeah, definitely. And they've, they've moved from not just, you know, they've kind of started with Cornic D2G, didn't they? But they're now using roll to roll as well. And they're actually making products too. So it's an incredible success story. The power of on demand, isn't it really? Which kind of leads us, leads us nicely into, into our next question. So looking at the, the Cornic Digital portfolio, which is expanding beyond print, isn't it really? Which supporting technologies are are Cornet developing to meet the needs of the textile industry as it switches to on-demand manufacturing? So we have Cornet X Mm -hmm. and uh, the Cornet X is actually uh, covering the entire space from the on-demand shopping to the actual production. Uh, it has several modules that covers different aspects of the of the store, of the production, of the ordering. So it really covers all that. Uh, we uh, we we have also, you know, we are partnering also with um, um, with um, uh, the the leading uh, RIP technologies. Uh, for the XDI, we have our own digitizer, which allows you to create different capabilities uh, that are related to print, but uh, it is, uh, you need the software to do that. Um, so uh, beyond print is, is uh, uh, mostly the, the Cornet X. We have also the Connect, which is allowing our customers to manage their production and uh, get and, and analyze the production uh, but definitely the the Cornet X and also uh, the GFN which which is the global uh, fulfiller network meaning that we are able to connect between demand uh, generators like uh, brands and uh, uh, 
designers to actual fulfillers, okay? Right. So not necessarily the brands will, will want to have their own manufacturing capabilities, but we can do this, uh, uh, you know, handshake between a brand and someone that is connected to one end of the Cornet X to the fulfiller that is connected to the uh, back end of the, of the Cornet X. So we are doing this, this uh, um, cross between them. That's amazing. So you're offering close proximity production, really? Absolutely. It's creating demand, generating demand. Cutting out the carbon. And answering demand. Yeah, it's it's so interesting, isn't it, really? And do you you find that, um, I mean, that whole scenario is clearly working when you look at the share prices of Corny, you're all doing very, very well. That enabling, to enable the market to flex and to grow, what you're doing is you're securing its future by underpinning, underpinning it with the software that it needs. So you become a trusted partner, don't you, for all of your clients, I guess? Absolutely. We, we see ourselves that as a solution provider, right? We, uh-huh. we don't see ourselves as, as, as printer manufacturer. Uh, and as a solution provider, we see our, uh, our obligation to have uh, the solution end-to-end for the customer, okay? Yeah. Uh, this is also why we bought uh, Tesoma, which is a dryer company, mm-hmm. okay? Because we feel that if we give the solution end-to-end from the, from the ID to the, uh, the, the time that it arrives to the home of the, of the buyer, uh, the, our customer will get the best, uh, best service. Okay, uh, this is why we also serve our machines. We manufacture the ink by ourselves. We develop everything. Uh, we we have uh, the Cornet X that gives the uh, the side of the uh, on the, the demand and the, the production management and the side of the dryers that you know uh, make sure that we are getting the best uh, uh, quality out of the of 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 the products that we deliver mm-hmm. so we see ourselves as a solution provider and this is why uh, we make sure that we have everything uh, that our customers uh, uh, and potential customers need it's fantastic you're fine tuning every single touch point aren't you absolutely yeah, yes it really is it's great now then, the new touch point on the horizon, we touched on it earlier. Um, how do you see the metaverse, Sharon? As, as an online marketplace, what potential does it offer on-demand production? So we see already today that uh, the young generations, they, they buy stuff online, right? For mm-hmm. uh, It could be uh, that they want to uh, dress their avatars. Uh, it could be that they want to buy... Uh, uh, something to progress in the game that they're doing but this already exists okay and we believe that yes this is the the future we believe that this gamer that will sit at home uh, uh, or the creator of the uh, new game they will want to uh, either buy or offer um, digital collections but also uh, on if my avatar is wearing uh, a t-shirt i would like to have it also physically so uh, having it on a certain game and be able to actually uh, buy it directly from the game or or 
uh, in a very easy way uh, digitally, uh, that's the future. So yes, you can say that it's uh, there are already today online marketplaces, uh, right? You can say Spoonflower is a huge uh, marketplace, but uh, online marketplace. And uh, many of the designs, most of the designs or all of the designs does not exist in reality, only after you purchase. But here it takes you to a different level, a level of life, okay? Because many people already live inside their computer so yes we believe that it will be like that and and maybe yes i will be able to dress my avatar uh, online and decide yes that's the outfit that i would like to have and uh, and and actually purchase it so uh, yeah we definitely believe that this is where the world is going and uh, this is why we invested it as well the, the level of engagement, the level of technology involved to do this is quite incredible, isn't it? And as you say, it's coming from the gaming industry. There was another thing that I saw at the London Fashion Week that you did that Ronan showed in the press the press room, actually. Um, and that was really all about merchandising. And he, there was a, one, of, one of the, I think it was male, was wearing a T-shirt and Ronan pointed his mobile phone at the T-shirt. And his phone then started playing David Bowie and took him to a different event. And, you know, and that kind of printed engagement, as you say, from bringing people in and out of different zones from the metaverse through a T-shirt into a phone and then back into the metaverse. You know, there is so much scope, isn't there? It's kind of gives you a bit of a headache at the moment to think about it all because it's it's changing so fast. It's so exciting. Yeah, so this, this uh, what we call capturing moments mm -hmm. uh, and then bring them back to life yeah. uh, with augmented reality and uh, it's, it's definitely uh, stuff that we will see more and more uh, and it's more um, offering that, uh, you know, uh, also fulfillers can offer their customers as, as another way to... Uh, to uh, uh, capture moments and and, uh, and promote them. It does. It just everything enhances the customer's experience, doesn't it? Really, and and we all know that when you get that right, you you build brand loyalty, you build strength, and customers keep returning. It's all good business, isn't it? Definitely. Okay, um, just moving swiftly on then, we recently worked together on Pinterias at the Festival Global Expo in Berlin. We've talked a lot about fashion today. It'd be really nice just to end our conversation talking a little bit about interiors, which of course has huge potential for your technology too. Sharon, do you think that the interior decor sector offers similar possibilities and opportunities um, as the fashion industry? And is the decor sector ready for that disruption? Yeah, I think that, um, first of all, there are many areas that it's already ready for that, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and first of all, I want to thank you for including us in the Preterias. I, th I thought it looks amazing. The stuff that you had there, it was beautiful. So thank you for that. And uh, I really loved what we printed there uh, for this section. And um, we, we already see uh, customers that are doing that. Uh, definitely takes more time than in fashion and uh, definitely in the, in the apparel market with finished goods. But uh, I think that with time, we see that this market is also, one, moving to on demand. So you go online and now it's not, uh, it's not, uh, it doesn't look weird to buy a sofa or an armchair 
and definitely pillows online so that makes sense and if you want to have a variety of of uh, of uh, uh, fabrics uh, designs to have definitely digital is the right way to go because you will not hold uh, it forever in terms of the uh, of of our technology supporting this market, uh, durability, washability, um, um, everything is just amazing for home decor. Uh, pigment printing is is like the best. Uh, UV light, everything is just perfect for home decor. Um, also, uh, I think in in Fespa it was uh, very nicely shown in in our booth that everything was. Uh, printed with our uh, Presto and uh, uh, the upholstery, the sofa, everything was with uh, uh, with different unique designs. Uh, and I, I think that um, the ability to uh, replenish or to uh, have, um, um, you know, shorter runs uh, from certain designs, sometimes you have or uh, you have, and somebody is coming back. I need more. Uh, is is great. Uh, then we see today many um, uh, hotels, boutique hotels, mm -hmm. with unique designs that they don't require mass uh, production, and they want to have very unique, um, uh, very unique designs in their. Um, uh, interior so this is a great opportunity so I do believe that it will grow uh, because the, 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 uh, the technology fits it amazingly and uh, I believe that it will uh, go to that direction. One thing that I want to add to that is that with the Presto Max today we have a very unique ability to print on uh, dark fabric yeah. okay with white spot and with color which is I think amazing in any way that you look at it because it's not that you only uh, can do this uh, and it's very unique but you can also take existing uh, roles that you have and you know make them alive again make them better create new so this uh, opportunity to print on uh, dyed fabric, on, on dark and, and colored fabric is, uh, I think it's something really, and the, 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 uh, the quality is, is amazing. So I really see that as an opportunity uh, for interior decor, but also for uh, fashion that uh, uh, enhancing your existing inventory. Wow, this is something very, very unique as well. Definitely, definitely. It's all about um, it's all about upcycling. Um, I think I think all of those things. I think you know, as you say, being able to print white onto different colours again just opens up new channels and new opportunities for everybody. And then the creative, of course, given that technology, will then take it to another level and they'll play with it, which um, to create new exciting products. It's all so so exciting. Sharon, thank you so much. I guess to end. Um, I don't know how on earth are you going to top the first six months of the year, but it would be really lovely to know what to call it digital have planned for autumn winter 2022. Are you going to have another seven yeah. years in six months? 
So first of all, we are about to launch our. Uh, we, we we showed it in in uh, Fespa, the, our uh, Avalan. Uh, sorry, Atlas Max Poly, yep. which is our disruptive solution for uh, printing on polyester. Amazing print. I don't know if you had a chance to see it yep. in uh, in uh, Fespa, uh, which is uh, uh, something uh, also uh, unique in that uh, arena of uh, printing on polyester. Um, so this is uh, coming right now. Uh, we are going to showcase everything also in Printing United in the US in Las Vegas. So everybody's uh, invited to see all our Max technology over there. Um, we are talking, uh, we already talked about uh, the Apollo, our next um, mass, uh, mass customization uh, product. Uh, it's uh, still in the oven. It's still, we're still working, but this is going to be really, uh, the most uh, uh, disruptive uh, um, product that uh, uh, you will see in, in, in this area for, for many years because it brings, uh, and I'm talking about because we already had some public uh, announcements about it, but it's, it's not ready yet, it's still in development, but this is uh, a game changer. So I do believe that uh, this is the one to wait for mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to disruptive because uh, there it's, it's all about taking it to the next level of automation. Uh, it's uh, something that we are talking about for years. So and really the, the Apollo, did you say it was called? Apollo, Apollo yeah. great. And is that, is that on from the DTG side? So it's garden decoration, fantastic. Gosh, right. Well, we, we we yeah, we can't wait to hear more about that and look forward to a bit more disruption then towards later later on in the year. Sharon, fantastic. Hopefully, look forward to seeing you in Vegas and we'll catch up on new technologies. Um, thank you so much again for supporting Printerias. Those we did a number of things printed on lots of organic cloth. We did lots of beautiful, beautiful designs using your waterless technologies. But amongst all of that, we also did a couple of cushions do, using your XDI technology, which had beautiful 3D printed surfaces. Um, right, that's the XDI. Yeah, they were, they were beautiful, and yeah, they really, really were lovely. And thank you so much to your R and D team for spending time to do those for us. Most appreciated, Sharon. That's all for today. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure as always to chat with you. Thank you.